0: Let's concentrate on the Fisheries Response Fund, which is a £9 million package, which is aimed at vessels under 24 metres to help them with their fixed costs. We felt in DEFRA that we had to target the most vulnerable sector of the fishing industry, and that's what we've done with our scheme. I do think that there is light at the end of the tunnel. After this, we will want to eat the fish that you catch. And I hope that people will continue to be able in the industry to catch the fish we, we love.
1: Good day to everyone and hope you're all safe and well. Slight change in our usual Fathom podcast response episodes, and we're coming at you on a Wednesday instead of a Friday this week. During last week's episode, Paul mentioned the DEFRA 10 million support package for the industry, which was announced as we were recording. We've taken a few days to digest this before commenting in order to understand the details, Uh, but we did say we would bring this to you as part of Fathom. So we took this one further and thought it would be a great opportunity to invite the Fisheries Minister, Victoria Prentice onto the Fathom podcast to dive a little deeper and understand the intention of the scheme. So we're really grateful for the Minister to take time to do this. And without further ado, I'll hand you over to my co-host, Paul Trebilcock, Chief Exec of the Cornish Fish Producers Organisation, who had a conversation with the Minister to unravel some of the details of this new
2: scheme. So, welcome Minister to Fathom podcast. Challenging times, um, uncharted seas and, and all those analogies come in play. Um, when, you, when you got the role of Fisheries Minister, you weren't expecting this kind of crisis and this steeper learning curve, but here it is, and um, that's the reality of it. And um, obviously, we've been talking through the, the, since the very start of this crisis, um, developing how the death response might look, um, talking with you and reflecting the views of fishermen. So um, I know you've been um, listening. Um, I know you've been on a massive, deep learning curve trying to understand all the diversity and vagaries of the fishing industry and your team in um, DEFRA a very experienced competent well briefed team so i'm sure you've been getting great input from them and the the culmination of all that was i think last thursday night was the announcement of a of a package for um, support package for english fishermen which of course was was welcome um, and so maybe we just kick off um kick off by just you talking us through the key points of that package how it was arrived at and and where the money came from.
0: So let's concentrate on the Fisheries Response Fund, which is a £9 million package, which is aimed at vessels under 24 meters to help them with their fixed costs. What we found, as you were kind enough to say, Paul, in DEFRA, we do have a really, really good fisheries team. And we also benefit, because of the way the industry works, from a lot of information about the problems that the industry is having really on a day to day basis we get very real time information from the industry and it was becoming very clear to us that people with smaller vessels or under 24 meter vessels were having real trouble meeting their fixed costs which all fishing vessels have to pay and what we wanted to do was to ensure that we could help the parts of the industry that were suffering with the most immediate need. So we found some money within monies that were already available to DEFRA and we then had to work with the Treasury in order to try to get a scheme together that would actually make a real difference to people who fish from from smaller vessels so we very much wanted to target it at those who fish not just use their boats for recreation whose main income is from fishing essentially and we very much wanted to target it where the need was highest it isn't perfect it doesn't cover everything i know that the industry is having a really really difficult year i very very much hope that we will be coming through that in the next few months but what I would like to reassure you and other fishermen is that we will carry on listening to the industry in DEFRA and we will try to help where we can.
2: I, mean, I think that, that's good to hear, Minister. And, and you know, I think right, right at the outset, I think it's it's right for, for me to say um, that from an industry point of view, that the package clearly is... Um, something that had to be fought hard for with Treasury, and then matched with some of the existing funds, and, and we understand this is a priority. So that's that's you know been a real, clearly been a tough challenge. Um, and I think that you know last Wednesday the the fishing industry had in England had no support, but on Friday morning there was a package of nine million on the table. So that alone, you know, deserves um, credit to you, um, your team, and and those at Treasury that eventually got it through.
0: I, can I just interrupt you for a minute? I think one of the most useful um, parts of our armoury, if you like, when when we went in to back for the fishing industry with with the Treasury discussions, because obviously all industries are suffering, or almost all industries are suffering enormously at the moment. These are really, really challenging and unprecedented times for us all. Um, one of the really helpful things that I had was real life evidence from the fishing industry because the DEFRA team is so good and because your relationships are close. So it, we were able to both know and to evidence what is really happening. Mm.
2: And, I, and, I, and I think we were, we, we, we were glad of the opportunity to, to feed that in. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a good relationship when the DEFRA officials, the industry and up to ministerial level can work together. And as I say, you know, the, the, the package that's come forward, you know, as you, you rightly point out, it may not be perfect, but there is um, logic to it. It's evidenced by the stats that came through. Clearly, Minister, you know the question I would probably you know have to ask and is that there's, there's a part of the fleet that that isn't covered, and that's at the the top end um, boats over 24 meters. And you know there are parts, although on on the face of it, they may look to be feeling less less of a less of an impact. Um, clearly, we're, we're all feeling an impact. So, I, I guess I, I,
0: I get that. No, Paul, I get that. It's obvious that the whole industry is having a horrible and difficult and challenging time at the moment and i would never want to downplay that what our evidence did show is that the larger vessels are currently able to meet their fixed costs the other thing i should have said probably initially is of course the other government schemes are still available to those in the fishing industry just as in any other industry so, and, and it's certainly our perception that larger vessels might be more likely to have salaried crew who could be furloughed, for example. There are other schemes like the Sea bill scheme, the loan scheme, that are available to all those in the fishing industry. So it, I understand what you say about larger vessels, but we felt in DEFRA that we had to target the most vulnerable sector of the fishing industry. And that's what we've done with our scheme.
2: And and I think, you know, again, I I think it's only fair and right. And and I personally believe, you know, that these are difficult judgment calls and you've clearly based it on information statistics and evidence and that you know that uh, I think we have to respect that I think I would just ask that that you, you clearly recognize there is part of the fleet not covered uh, and perhaps in the coming weeks we need to maybe just just have a look at the finer scale detail of that that part of the fleet over 24, see if there are parts of that where they're not able to meet their fixed costs. So I'm thinking, you know, some of our beam trawlers in the Southwest, um, just just struggling a bit, some of the scallopers. So, but, uh, but uh, I'm not hearing you ruling out Further discussion and exploration of. I
0: I wouldn't want you to be under the illusion that I think there's going to be more money because I'm not (laughs) really. Um, But we will, of course, continue to look at the evidence. Of course, we will. And there may be other interventions that could be helpful for the larger vessel owners. I mean, for example, what we've done in other parts of the agriculture sector is we talked to banks about loans you know that there are other possibilities and I would like to keep channels open
2: I think I think that's encouraging and, and and definitely channels need to be kept open and I think exploration of of any kind of support it would be welcome obviously financial is people's often is people's first preference but I think you're you're right we need to explore all of the possible ways we can support all parts of the industry through that and and as I say you know the 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 overall picture is one of um, an incredibly diverse um, industry being supported by this scheme. Many others, many other industries, aren't haven't got this sort of support package. Um, it was just, you know, important to highlight there are parts who who haven't got that support. But absolutely brilliant to hear you um, committed to continue to explore that noting that you know money is not going to be easy to come by this package was hard fought for by you and your team and so um, we need to focus on all possible ways of supporting those who, who aren't currently covered so uh, i think that that that's fantastic uh, how do industry access it well that
0: seems to be working absolutely brilliantly actually so uh, you if you are eligible or you might be eligible you are meant to have received an email and you fill in a form and email it back and I understand that some fishermen have been paid already which is fantastic news quite frankly if only the rest of the government schemes were as quick as that and that of course is testament to the fact that we do have a lot of information about what goes on in the industry and it's well collated and the relationships are good i've
2: heard some good stuff so again i guess to to, to the mmo and and again part of your responsibility there they, they they're, they're doing a good job in trying to get that out so the, the the mechanism is the mmo will be contacting those that are eligible um and and money will be paid out fairly swiftly uh, because the, the the systems are in place so like you say it goes to show sometimes government can work quite well it just happens to be the fisheries element of it with you in charge
0: That's also going to show that having fairly robust data and fishing notes, which I know, you know, we can all moan about in peacetime, is actually really, really useful when there's a crisis.
2: I think fair and important point there, Minister. Um, It goes to show that the accurate recording of data, no matter how tiresome or frustrating it can irritating (laughs) it can be some sometimes the the benefits there because it enables you you know department and officials to do the the right thing so uh, help when it's needed so absolutely um good point well made you know um data is key evidence is key so have you got some um some broader message i mean we obviously seen your open letter in the, the fish news that went out broader message to the fishing industry at this time
0: Well, I'd just like to thank everybody who is keeping going. It's obviously a very difficult time for, well, the world really, not just us in the UK. It's horrible, and we're all gonna have to just grin and bear it really. But I would like to thank those in particular who are continuing to fish and to feed us. I'm really hopeful that if anything good comes out of this, it will be that the public generally has a better understanding of how the food supply chain works and I hope that the, the smaller part of the grant, the million pound part of the grant, which we haven't talked about, will be useful in the future in helping us to develop schemes which very much connect the fishermen with the consumer. I do think that there is light at the end of the tunnel. After this, we will want to eat the fish that you catch. And I hope that people will continue to be able in the industry to catch a fish we, we love.
2: That's um, obviously appreciate that, that, that message to, to all those out there catching fish and shellfish. And I'm sure that will go down well. And I, I agree with you on the point that if something positive comes out, then maybe it is a great appreciation uh, understanding of, of UK consumers of what we catch land and should be in this country and I'm sure you're aware of our fish to your door scheme in Cornwall and, uh... I think I'm on safe ground by saying I think we can get you a good deal on some Cornish fish delivered to your door anytime you want.
0: We have a gentleman who comes to our door, actually.
2: Excellent. But, but in all seriousness, I think, you know, um, it's something that we, we kicked in quite soon down here in Cornwall and, and through the PO and Seafood Cornwall, the, the fish to your scheme, and, it, and it's going great. So your, your observation that, that one positive may be greater um, appreciation from the UK public Spot on, and, and, and hopefully, government can support that um, stimulation of domestic demand throughout the the ongoing crisis. But beyond that, so perhaps we we have a, a new relationship with fish and shellfish in this country that, that that we've been envious of of some of our European colleagues. So
0: I, I really really hope that that is a positive from this crisis.
2: Sure, and I'm, I'm sure I'll be back back around the table online with you talking about those things um, as we come out the other end of this so that's absolutely fantastic and then just finally before i let you go i've been quite cheeky with some of the other people we've had on um in in recent um recent editions of fathom and asked them you know would they be prepared to come back again um sort of maybe not not next week but in a few weeks time to see how we how the experience was for everyone perhaps field a few questions from people who feedback on this sure.
0: no of course anytime and i'm really i mean i'm really sorry that as a new minister i haven't to see you yet but obviously i can't but i am really looking forward to visiting as many fishermen as i can um when we're when we're set free of course
2: once once we're set free minister the the invitation is here you'll be on Newlyn market and you'll see the most magnificent diverse and best quality fish you're going to see in not just the uk but in europe of course yeah,
0: yeah i'm not i'm not even going to be drawn into that no, i'm very keen I'm, to represent the whole of the fishing industry i'm,
2: I'm not a real fishermen i couldn't catch you there you go <laughs> all right minister thanks very much right, and um and yeah, appreciate lovely. appreciate all your efforts and and keep up the good work thank you very much Bye. Cheers.
1: okay paul so great to have the uh the minister there first time on fathom podcast it seems like we're getting a few high profile people on on in the last few weeks so great to have that interest from defra um but you know, just just as a signing out, what what was your sort of initial thoughts of that? Anything to to share with the audience?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest with you, Renny, really, I think I think. She- Came across came across really well and genuine and it's always good to hear direct from the minister what the scheme, um, where it came from, what the intentions are, and to be fair, um she recognised that it didn't cover everyone and wasn't perfect. Good to be able to raise you know, one of our key concerns, which was the, the over twenty-four meter fleet. Um so um I, I know she's aware of it already and, and through her team, but um I, I think you know there's a genuine um a genuine enthusiasm desire to learn there about the fishing industry i think she's got a great team of officials behind her um advising her as she as she herself alludes to and i think she appreciates the input of the industry you know uh, i know for the past you know since this started we at the cfpo um the nffo have been on you know almost daily meetings with with the minister and team and and feeding it in and it's good sometimes to hear that that's actually hitting home so um yeah you know i think um not, not to be dismissed easily. I thought that was a, um, you know, a real good chat there with the minister, um, and I, I hopefully that that's our relationship will continue and grow um, right through this crisis and beyond. And um, brilliant, you know. And as I say, you know, I tried to try to sell her a bit of Cornish fish there, but didn't quite pay off this time. But I will have her eating Cornish sardines before she leaves the job. No problem. Sounds good.
1: And and just to to lead on or, or exit from here. I know we're hoping to have Tom McCormack back on from the MMO to dive in a bit deeper again and understand how that one million fund works, as well as the the main part of nine million. So we're hoping to welcome him back on in the in the in the near future.
2: Yeah, certainly. I, I think I've um, had a conversation with Tom and I think we're going to have him back on as um, soon as we can to go through the nuts and bolts of the application process, what the MMO are doing to get that money to those who are eligible. So um, hopefully we'll bring that on to you soon and uh, maybe even before, before the end of the week. But let's see what we can do, eh, Ronnie? Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Thanks, Paul. See you next time. Cheers.
0: has been brought to you by the Cornish Fish Producers Organisation with support from the European Maritime and Fisheries Fund and Seafarers UK.